0: Morning 607 here on the All New This Morning with Jay Lynn and Daryl. Great to have you here as we uh, try to peer through the smoke and try to cough and try to get the scratchiness out of our eyes. Hopefully that air quality health index uh, will improve as we go throughout the day. It's supposed to right now we're at a, at a 10 plus, but it's supposed to get better as we go through today. Supposed to. We'll see whether or not it sucks in or not. But it certainly gives you an idea of the impact of the wildfires in Alberta. And there have been many communities impacted. The most recent one, uh, Swan Hills, Mm -hmm. being uh, evacuated. People in Drayton Valley able to go home. In Edmonton, we're mostly dealing with the smoke. But we have seen some fires in the city of Edmonton. It's so dry and it's still windy. Uh, We saw the grass fires by the Henday. We saw the one in the River Valley Mm -hmm. that was so close to the Hotel McDonald and the Courtyard by Marriott, the hotels. How quickly those flames can go up we have lots of ravines mm-hmm. we have lots of grassy areas how do you protect you know maybe it wouldn't run rampant through the whole city but it could certainly impact a neighborhood so how do you protect your own property from the the possibility is it, a, is it a wildfire? Is it a forest fire in the city of Edmonton? No, but it can be damaging.
1: Fire Smart is a program in uh, in the province, well, right across the country, that really tries to mitigate some of that risk. Uh, Laura Stewart is the director of Fire Smart Alberta, and Laura joining us this morning. Laura, welcome to the show. Yeah morning thank
2: you thank you so much
1: for having me today Uh, boy oh boy Uh, you must be watching what is going on across across this province and you know even what's happened here in in edmonton with some of those fires moving dangerously close to neighborhoods and going okay folks i want you to read the fire smart information that you can find online what's going through your mind
2: (laughs) you know uh I'm starting to ask myself how many once-in-a-lifetime welfare events Mm. I'm going to see in my career. Um, We've um, extreme once-in-a-lifetime welfare events are are unfortunately becoming the norm, Um, and they're threatening not only our communities, but what we know about living in our province and and Canada. And uh, the big piece um, is that such challenge requires a response from Albertans that's not only comprehensive, but collective, and uh, we need to start working together uh, to reduce risk and take ownership of our individual risk. and, and FireSmart is designed to do that. It's FireSmart is about managing the, the risk of wildfire to your home, property, neighborhood, mm-hmm. and community. So um, that's that's what FireSmart is all about. And um, there are simple little things that we can do that that aren't. A big investment um that, that are low cost um simple maintenance changes we can make on our properties um with very little cost just a little elbow grease uh-huh. um that that will dramatically reduce the risk and um, so I'm I'm excited to to share some more information about that with you today.
0: Well you might as well go at it then Mm -hmm. because especially for (laughs) uh, you know I'm sure that that we have to deal with with larger municipalities and trying to encourage municipalities to take preventative steps but if we're dealing with individuals in your own homes uh, what really can you do? I mean let's face it the eaves from the neighboring house in a lot of neighborhoods are four feet away so you know how much can you do?
2: exactly and that's um you've raised a a really important point um so research and science have taught us that um, fire smart begins at home and um, we have in in canada and internationally um, something called the home ignition zone and this is the area that includes your home and everything that surrounds it out to 30 meters from your foundation and it's made up of three priority areas so we start with the structure which is actually the fourth priority area and then we look at the immediate zone so Mm -hmm. that's that's the first zero to 1.5 meters or five feet that surrounds your structure and we're learning and seeing firsthand uh, that that area needs to be a fuel-free zone. So just think, if it's something you could throw into your campfire um, to give it a little a little oomph? Um, it's not something that <laughs> should be within that first 1.5 metres of your home. So a lot of folks, um, and before I started this work, I admit I love them too, um, you know, junipers and cedars because they provide that year-round um Greenery that that surrounds your home and they're quite aesthetically pleasing. However, they're essentially like having a can of gasoline <laughs> um, mm-hmm. right right next to your home. So, prioritizing that first zero to one point five meters um, and doing everything you can to reduce and remove and ultimately remove any combustible fuels, Uh, so bringing it down to grass or having uh, concrete pads um, that surround your home or some beautiful brick. um, And just keeping that first five feet around your home and any attachment, so that includes your decks the decks are most often wood <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just the way it is but that's a huge monstrous combustible fuel load um attached directly to your home um so we realize not that we can't all afford to upgrade to composite decking but keeping that deck free free and clear of combustible material and then also everybody's second shed seems to be under the deck and when we're talking about wildfires it's not always a big wall of flames that's coming up and, and devouring the home. It's the little things, um, it's, they're embers. So an estimated 90% of homes damaged or destroyed by wildfire are ignited by embers. So those are those small firebrands that you see in all the videos, um, the glowing embers that are flying through the sky. What they're doing is making their way uh, onto properties and into to home the home ignition zone and, being, and igniting things like junipers, cedars, firewood piles, um, having bark mulch in in your bed, the garden bed right next to your house, Um, uh, lawn uh, mats on your front porch, Um, garden furniture, toys, all of those items that can ignite um, embers are going to be looking for those, landing on them, much like snow does in the winter, um, potentially accumulating and causing a bit of a chain reaction. So we need to break the chain, and, uh, and we can do that. We have the power to do that by reducing and removing the amount of combustible fuel available for those pesky little embers there. <laughs> uh, fight
1: the ember! <laughs> fight the ember. Laura S- uh, Stewart is the director of Fire Smart Alberta, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah, you, you've broken this down into zones. There's that immediate zone from zero metres to 1.5 metres of your house, like the, what your house is made of, what is attached to your home. That intermediate zone, 1.5 metres to 10 metres. And that's the stuff around, and, and then the trees, and if you have mulch, and if you have like a firewood stacked to your house, uh, that's that's pretty dangerous as well. Uh, The grass, how short it should be cut. Lots of interesting factors there. Laura, let's take a quick pause here. We'll come back with more right after this. Can you hold the line? Of course, thank you. Okay, Laura Stewart, the director of Fire Smart Alberta. How you can protect your property in big cities. We'll get to more with Laura Stewart right after this.
0: Good morning. Coming up on 618, we've been chatting with uh, Laura Stewart, who is the director of Fire Smart Alberta, with some suggestions on on protecting your own property from... Uh, the chances of, of of a wildfire or a grass fire in the city or a bush fire in the city getting into uh, into your property and then possibly uh, putting your own home at threat. You, Laura, you came up with a whole bunch of suggestions about uh, about what to do, and you can go to firesmart.ca and get some more information. Alberta.ca/slash/firesmart. Uh, but how much of it is realistic? Some of this stuff was you you would have to for some neighbor neighborhoods, they'd have to completely change the entire landscaping makeup of their yard in order to sort of apply some of these these thoughts to what I'm level sure. do we try to try to do our best uh, or are you suggesting that people really need to make that effort to, to, to go whole hog and, and follow all of the guidelines?
2: Well, in, in my dream world, everyone would go whole hog and, and, and do all of it, but I, I I do recognize and respect that that's not realistic for, for most folks. Um, so with the home ignition zone and the three priority zones, um, we recommend... Prioritizing the immediate zone, um, which is that first 0 to 1.5 metres around your home and any attachments, uh, including the deck. Yeah. Um, and then moving out to the intermediate zone and then extending out to um, the extended zone. Um, and Jalen had mentioned before the break um, around mowing and maintaining the grass. So uh, really important. And we have a uh, live in a climate where... Um, in a province where in the spring and fall, um, when our fire danger is typically the highest, that all of that grass is quite crispy and cured um, after spending a winter under the snow. Um, so in prioritizing mowing your lawn uh, late in the fall, and um, you had asked about to what height. So we, we recommend, our fire smart guidelines recommend 10 centimeters or less. Um, and then also mowing um, it in the fall nice and and low to the ground in the early spring when the fire danger is the greatest um, and then of course maintaining it at, as well as you can throughout uh, throughout the summer and With climate change, um, we're seeing wildfire seasons start earlier and last longer, and um, I think we can anticipate that that's going to continue. So um, prioritizing your lawn and um, the immediate and intermediate zones, um, so out to 10 metres from the foundation, uh, is really important. When we get into the extended zone, and you brought this up to earlier, Daryl, quite often 30 meters from the foundation is in your next door neighbor's backyard or even the second next door neighbor's backyard. And those are what we call overlapping home ignition zones. And that creates a very large source of fuel. And also creates an opportunity for structure to structure ignition. Um, and once that happens, it's very difficult. It's called an urban conflagration. Uh, so so with that, um, with, there's a program with FireSmart Canada called the Neighborhood Recognition Program um, that's available to communities or sorry, I should say neighborhoods. We used to call it the Community Recognition Program. Now it's the Neighborhood Recognition Program uh, across Canada. And uh, I'm the Provincial liaison for the province of Alberta and um, my contact information is available on our firesmartalberta.ca website and if you're interested in learning more about the neighborhood recognition program uh, please reach out to me and contact me and um, it's about understanding your local risk Um, we'll complete a neighborhood wildfire hazard assessment um, and work with the neighborhood to develop a plan to reduce that that hazard and risk and uh, and then upon completion, um, neighborhoods receive national recognition mm. from, from Fire FireSmart Canada, and there's it's it's um, it's a great way to motivate uh, neighborhoods and, and get everybody involved.
1: Laura, a lot of great information. Uh, they are going to urge people to check out firesmartalberta.ca. I downloaded the uh, the the, the twenty-page uh, handbook about what you should be <laughs> doing uh, around your house in those immediate, intermediate, and extended zones, and I'm going to take a, a closer look at what's going on at, uh, at at our place over the next couple of days. And I'm going to urge uh, our listeners to do the same because I think there's a lot of things there that that people might not recognize. I was even thinking and, you know, my kid's house that has, you know, the, the the a stack of wood up against the house. That's dangerous. That is something that, you know, shouldn't be doing. So we're going to have some conversations around the family as well over the next little
0: while. That's like the equivalent <laughs> of oily rags next to your furnace right? in the basement, right? <laughs> it's not
1: so. a good idea. Just not yeah. a good idea. So, Laura, thank you for providing uh, lots for us to think about today. And again, I'm going to urge people to check out Fire Smart Alberta. Thank you for this. Take care.
2: Thank you. You too. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye-bye. You.
1: Yeah. You as well. And even about the distance of how, like, if you're planting trees, and I didn't even think about it. I mean, you know, you give, you know, what kind of, what kind of trees you're planting. You know, as she was talking about, but um, the distance apart that you should be planting trees as well. They have recommendations on that. Didn't even really think about it. I would think about recommendations for good growth of trees, mm-hmm. where the roots are going to go. I wasn't thinking about it when it comes to. Potential fire hazard.
0: Well, you see it in a, in a larger wildfire. It right? that jumps from tree to tree. It yeah. can just do tops to tops, etc. Yeah. Uh, the question is whether some people will buy in. And, and it, I think it's not a lot easier to think about these things as you're building a new place and then you're deciding mm-hmm. where everything goes. Going going through and trying to re- rehabilitate, especially an old established yard that mm-hmm. might have a whole bunch of neighborhood trees all close and you know wooden fences and trees tucked up next to them. Uh, do you, so you you have to do focus in on that 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 initial zone yeah yeah at the very least and then it can get you going from there. Well, that's right ho- around your house? And hopefully, hopefully, everyone takes care and doesn't accidentally start any fires within the city of Edmonton. That Absolutely. would be helpful.
1: Six twenty-four this morning. Thanks for joining us on the uh, the all new this morning with Jalen Nye, Daryl McIntyre, Morley Scott, along for the ride as well.